as all that is here to this great city of Baltimore. Ladies and gentlemen, from Baltimore, Maryland. to this episode of the WrestleRama Podcast. As always, before we get into the episode, I would remind you to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash WrestleRama, and you can check out all of our previous podcast episodes at anchor.fm backslash WrestleRama. We also throw the links to the individual shows um, on the WrestleRama Facebook page, so you can find them there as well. Uh, today we're going to go back to a double shot weekend in October of 1993. It's kind of funny, although unintended, how these episodes have played out. Uh, earlier, we talked about Smoky Mountain Fan Week 1993, which led us to attending ECW Ultra Clash 1993 the following month. Um, also, in an earlier podcast episode, we talked about my first ever favorite wrestler, which was Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Uh, and today it all kind of ties in because we're going back to ECW in October of 1993 and taking part in these shows is none other than Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Uh, ECW did a double shot October the 1st. And October the 2nd, 1993. I remember they announced different matches, but not which days they were happening. So, for example, they may announce uh, Kevin Sullivan versus Abdul the Butcher and uh, Sabu versus Shane Douglas, but they didn't announce which days it was on. Uh, this was called NWA Bloodfest. And again, it took place at the ECW Arena, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, October 1st and October 2nd, 1993. We're going to run through the show, uh, each show rather, kind of give us, uh, kind of give you our thoughts. Uh, we were in attendance both nights. Um, any memories we may have, it, it may not be many memories, as uh, many of the ECW shows we attended, uh, they're unforgettable. Uh, but memories that we can never remember, if you know what I mean. Uh, so let's start with October the 1st, night one of NWA Bloodfest. Um, interesting about this, Jim Crockett was backstage at the show. Uh, if you remember in our Smoky Mountain Fan Week episode, we talked about our bus trip down to Morristown, and uh, the person who sat next to me, they were going to Fort Hood, Texas, and I brought up, the fact that there was a wrestling show at Fort Hood, Texas, 
uh, NWA wrestling show just a few weeks prior to me going to Morristown. Jim Crockett promoted that NWA show in Morristown uh, end of July of 93. Excuse me. NWA show in Fort Hood uh, end of July 93. Paul Lee was the booker. Paul Lee took over booking ECW in September. And here we are in October. The show was called NWA Bloodfest in Philadelphia at the ECW Arena. Jim Crockett was backstage at the show. Uh, it, it wasn't a, a well-attended show this first night. It may have been two to 300 people. I remember some of these earlier ECW shows. Um, they would have... They would ask fans to move all over to one side of the, the arena opposite the hard cam so that the camera footage, uh, the crowd would appear to be full instead of having, you know, 40 people on the far side of the ring, 30 people on the left side, uh, another 40 uh, by, by the hard side of the camera. They kind of asked everybody to go opposite the hard camera so the appearance would be that it would be a full crowd uh, they wouldn't have to do this much longer but i was in attendance a few times when they were when the fans were asked to move over uh, all on one side of the building uh, like i said it was about two three hundred people here in attendance ian and axel rotten defeated chad austin and todd shaw rock and rebel defeated don e allen a lot of this stuff was taped for the hardcore TV show, the ECW TV show. So if it sounds like squash matches, it, it, it was. Um, we then saw Public Enemy defeat Silver Jet and Gino Caruso. Malia Hosaka defeated Molly McShane. Pat Diamond and, uh, excuse me, Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka defeated Axel and Ian Rotten. The Sandman defeated Metal Maniac. This next one was an odd match. Abdul the Butcher, Terry Funk, and J.T. Smith defeated ECW champion Jimmy Snuka, Kevin Sullivan, and Dom Morocco when J.T. Smith pinned Dom Morocco. So think about that. October of 1983, 10 years before this, Snuka and Morocco were main event in Madison Square Garden in a steel cage match. And October of 1993, uh, they're in a six-man tag match in front of about 300 people at a bingo hall. Um, how the mighty have fallen. Sabu made his ECW debut by pinning the Tasmaniac. This was a crazy match. Uh, they talk about it in the ECW uh WWF documentary. I'm sure you've, uh, most of you have seen it. If not, it's it's on the WWE Network. Um, ECW Tag Team Champions Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody defeat Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka. So let's look at the trajectory here. Ian and Axel defeat Chad Olsen and Todd Shaw. Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka defeat Ian and Axel later that same show. And then we have Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody defeat. Paul Diamond, and Pat Tanaka. The Rockin' Rebel defeated Richard Michaels. Kevin Sullivan fought Abdul the Butcher to a double disqualification. And Sabu, excuse me, Terry Funk, 
pinned ECW TV champion in a steel cage match to win the title at around the 15-minute mark. Excuse me, I said pinned. He defeated uh, Jimmy Snuka for the ECW title. He uh, escaped over the top of the cage. Um, the stipulations were if Funk failed to win the belt, then he would never again receive a title shot in ECW. Uh, after the match, Funk threw a bunch of chairs over the top of the cage into the ring, which, if you remember ECW, maybe about eight months later, summer of 94, is when Funk had the fans throw the chairs into the ring. That was on ECW TV every week in the opening. So here we have uh, Snooker on the losing end of a six-man tag match. And then later in the same show, he loses a cage match to Terry Funk. So my first ever favorite wrestler. I got to see him lose twice in the same night in a bingo hall in front of about 300 people. Um, fairly uneventful show. It seemed like more TV-type matches. It was cool seeing Sabu's debut. Uh, that was a wild match. It was it was cool seeing Jimmy Snook. I'm not going to lie. Um, it definitely wasn't a Jimmy Snooker from '82 and '83. Uh, the Sullivan Abdullah the Butcher match was what you would expect, just a wild brawl, double disqualification. Um, and seeing Funk and Snook in a cage was cool. I'm not going to lie, two two old timers, but it was you know Funk was Funk. It was still a, a, a good good time to see uh, Funk and Snook in a cage. The next night, October the 2nd, NWA Bloodfest Part 2. This match drew, I'd say, maybe 100 people more. Um, it was a little bit more people in the building, not, not that much. So night one drew 300. This one drew about 400. Uh, Jim Crockett was also backstage at this show. The Headhunters were actually supposed to appear. Uh, they were to face the public enemy in a steel cage match, but the Headhunters were not there. Uh, this show also saw a bunch of um, what would wind up being TV-type squash matches. Uh, we started with the ECW Tag Team Champions Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody defeat Sandman and J.T. Smith when Sandman was pinned after Terry Funk hit Sandman with a chair. Tasmaniac pinned Tommy Dreamer. Kevin Sullivan pinned Gino Caruso. Uh, ECW champion Shane Douglas defeated J.T. Smith by disqualification when Terry Funk attacked Smith. Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka defeated the public enemy. Richard Michaels defeated the Rockin' Rebel by disqualification. Axel and Ian Rotten defeated Donnie Allen and Chad Austin. Don Morocco and Jimmy Snooker defeated the public enemy by forfeit. Sabu pinned ECW champion Shane Douglas to win the title. So here we have Sabu debuts on October the 1st, the next night. Uh, managed by Paul E. He pins Shane Douglas to win the title. Jimmy Snooker pins Chad Austin. Kevin Sullivan defeated Abdul the Butcher in a steel cage match after the Tasmaniac interfered. And the uh, final match of the night and the weekend saw the public enemy defeat Axel and Ian Rotten. 
along with Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka in a steel cage match. So what originally was supposed to be the public enemy against the Headhunters wound up being the public enemy in a uh, three-way, three-way dance, I guess you could call it. Uh, so that is looking back at October of 1993, NWA Bloodfest. Uh, not, not an overwhelming weekend. It was cool seeing Sabu's debut. It was cool seeing guys like Terry Funk and Jimmy Snuka. We saw a few cage matches throughout the weekend. Um, seeing local guys like Axon Ian Rotten and Chad Alston was cool. Um, got to see Don Morocco and, of course, Sullivan and Abby throughout the weekend was, was cool to see. Uh, this September and October, this would lead to what would be an every month trip um, or the majority of every month trip to Philadelphia for me to EC, to see ECW for probably the next four to five years. Uh, I, I didn't miss many ECW shows between 93 uh, and 98, 99 maybe. Um, so the September 93 really started it for me making that 90-minute trip up 95 to see ECW. And again, September wasn't an overwhelming show. October wasn't really an overwhelming show looking back. But they, they did things that other companies weren't doing. Honestly, WWF was sucking at the time. Um, this was uh, right after the, the Lex Express with Yokozuna. WCW was horrible at the time. Uh this was, you know, they had the Shockmaster. This is when uh, Paul Roma was one of the horsemen. Um, so WWF and WCW were really awful at this time. Um, Smoky Mountain, you know, was, was kicking tail. It was good to see ECW doing different things. They weren't quite the extreme championship wrestling that everybody fell in love with, but it was good to see a new company doing something different and kind of growing into being their own thing and not, you know, even though they were using guys like Snooka and Morocco and uh, the following months, you would see guys like Road Warrior Hulk, uh, King Kong Bundy would be on ECW shows. They didn't, they didn't really uh, copycat what WWF and WCW were doing. They were using bigger names, um, but guys like Funk, you know, was helping get new guys over. Um, and as we see, Morocco was uh, doing favors for JT Smith. Um, so it was good to see, good to see something different, good to see something new. Smoky Mountain ECW during 1993 was really fun to watch. All Japan was kicking butt around this time. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, that was the, the time Dr. Death was over there, uh, Stan Hansen, Kobashi, Masawa, Kawada. Um, just throw any of those names on YouTube. Doc versus Kabashi, Hansen versus Kabashi, uh, Kawada, Misawa, and just put the year 1993, and you're going to see some classic, classic matches. Um, so that that does it for this episode of the Russell Rama podcast. Looking back at October the first and second of 1993. ECW Bloodfest, or rather NWA Bloodfest, 
at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you've seen these matches or, or some of these matches or these cards on YouTube or if you have the, the VHS or got it on DVD somewhere, uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, and also let us know what you want us to talk about in the future. We love looking back at old cards that we've attended. Uh, we love looking at uh, history of Baltimore wrestling, um, whether you know it's like we did uh, with Superfly, looking at his uh, the, his career in the WWF uh, based only on his matches in Baltimore. Um, and we have another one coming up uh, in the next few weeks, another episode coming up where we're going to do the same thing for Magnum TA uh, on the anniversary of his car accident. Uh, his car accident was October of 1986. Um, it might even be next week's episode, I believe. We look at Magnum TA's matches uh, for the NWA at the Baltimore Civic Center. So uh, definitely check that one out. And, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Like I said, we love looking at looking back at cards we've attended. Um, love looking at history in Baltimore, whether it's following a certain uh, wrestler's career or his timeline in Baltimore, um, or a, a particular feud, uh, or even a particular uh, car that took place in Baltimore, whether it's a bash, a house show. Um, you know, let us know. If, if you're at a show and you want to talk about it or you want us to talk about it, let us know. Shoot us an email, WrestleRama at gmail.com. And you can leave your comments on our Facebook, facebook.com backslash WrestleRama. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. And as always, until next time, take care and see ya.